good day, and um, I have what I consider to be a pretty compelling podcast for you today. Um, of course, there have been some significant um, attacks on Active Directory over the last year or two, and um, some of them are extremely in-depth and difficult to understand for some, and um, unfortunately for the operating system, difficult to monitor. So what I want to do is give you a little bit of a flavor of what I'm talking about in this podcast to get you thinking about these attacks as well as other attacks. Um, Most of these attacks are well documented, but what I'm finding is that many administrators aren't aware, and if they are aware, um, they're they're not really concerned about these attacks, and they really should be. So I want to go over um, kind of the ins and outs of these. And of course, at the end of each attack, as I describe it, I'll talk about how to protect against it, or at least um, how to, at your best possible way, monitor for it. Um, so we're going to talk about two different attacks on Active Directory in this podcast. The first is the admin SD holder attack. Um, some also would call it the admin count attack. Um, and the other one is the DC shadow attack. Um, these are very in-depth and very, what I would consider to be complex and complicated attacks. Um, they're actually quite easy to leverage, um, but they're very difficult to monitor. So let's dive into it and let's talk about the first one. The first one is um, called the admin SD holder attack. And this one is related to concepts within Active Directory that are there, and believe it or not, have been there literally forever. Um, So let me talk a little bit about um, how this attack works. Um, There is a container within Active Directory. You, You can actually open up your system container and find the admin SD holder container. Now, this container defines the access control list, or the ACL, for privileged accounts. Now, what do I mean by privileged accounts? Privileged accounts would be the built-in privileged accounts, such as enterprise admins, domain admins, um, administrators, and the like. And this list, this ACL, is designed to maintain permissions on these privileged accounts. Basically, if someone were to go in and alter the permissions on these accounts, this admin SD holder list, this ACL, is going to update these privileged accounts on a regular basis. Now, by default, this regular basis is every 60 minutes. So in an Active Directory environment, every 60 minutes, privileged accounts are reapplied their permission list, their access control list, and that list that is provided to them is the admin SD holder list. Now, how do I determine what is a privileged account? Now, this is very important. Um, A privileged account has a property or an attribute called admin count. Now, when the admin count equals one, it means that it is referred to in Active Directory as a privileged account. Now, again, as I mentioned, the default groups, enterprise admins, domain admins, and the like, have admin count equal one. When a user is added to one of these groups, immediately the user's admin count is triggered to one. Okay? So, where we're at right now is any user that's in a group, 
that had an admin count equals 1, their admin count now equals 1 as well. So every 60 minutes, these groups and these users, ACL, is updated every 60 minutes. Now, what happens is when a user is moved out of one of these groups, or even a group is moved out of one of these groups, the admin count is not moved back to zero. So that means if I take Derek, the user Derek, and I put Derek in the domain admins group, and then I pull Derek out of the domain admins group, Derek's admin count attribute is still equal to one. So that means that every 60 minutes, the user Derek's access control list is updated by whatever is configured on the admin SD holder list. Now where's the attack? The attack is I can place an entry on the admin SD holder, let's say a user that shouldn't have the ability to administer one of these groups or users, and now every 60 minutes, regardless of who updates the ACL manually, that user now, or even group, will be placed on the access control list for a privileged account. So that means that I can go in and update the admin SD holder ACL, the container, and now if I put my user account or a group that I belong to on that container, the admin SD holder container, I now am going to have full control over every privileged account. And if it's updated, I will update it every 60 minutes. This is some pretty powerful stuff. So th this is an attack that has been exploited and it's a persistent attack. So it's kind of under the hood. It don't really see it. You don't really see that these things are changing because again, this is a normal behavior in Active Directory. So what are you going to do to protect against this? Well, what you're going to do is you're going to check all accounts that have an admin count equal one for correctness. Okay. So again, you're going to run an LDAP query against all of your objects in Active Directory looking for admin count equals one and make sure that all of those accounts that equal one actually are privileged accounts. If not, you're going to move it to zero. Okay. You're also going to check your admin SD holder container for correctness. Again, this is under system in Active Directory. So go under system. It's, I think it's the very first entry, admin SD holder. And um, you're going to make sure that the ACL, the list there, is correct. Because that's the list that's updated on your privileged accounts every 60 minutes. Okay, And then you're going to monitor for changes of each of these entries the admin count equals one, as well as the admin SD holder. And if either one of them change, which they should not change very often, right? The admin SD holder should never change in my opinion. And the admin count equaling one should only change when a user is added to a group. You do need to put in some mechanism that when users are pulled out of these privileged groups, their admin count goes back to zero. So that's the first attack and that's how you're going to want to protect against it. Again, the key thing here is to make sure that things are correct now and then monitor for any changes that go down the road. Um, an another attack that I want to go over is called the DC shadow attack. Obviously DC here is domain controller. Now this is not really an attack at first, but it can be exploited. And what's 
what is being exploited here is a tool called Mimicats. And Mimicats is continually growing and adding new features, and this is one of the new features that's in Mimicats. And this attack does require domain privileges, as did the first attack, right? So these are not just normal user attacks. These are privileged users that are going in and creating something persistent or creating something that's kind of behind the scenes to bypass logging and to bypass certain things. So this requires domain privileges and um, is an exploit of basically what's happening in Active Directory by default. Now, the way this attack works is that the um, system or the, the administrator that has domain privileges is going to create a fake domain controller. Now, this is um, with the addition of a new, um, and, and I'm going to give you the name of it, but it's, it's an object in Active Directory called the NTDSDSA object. And again, if you look at Mimicats, this is in there. And basically, this is creating um, a new DC that is fake. Now this is actually occurs very quickly. After this occurs, you're going to update sites and services to make sure that this DC is thrown into the site pool so they can replicate. Once you have the new DC in place and it's part of the site replications, you're going to put a change into the replication stream. Now, because you're putting a change into the replication stream, the only machine that would log this would be the fake DC. Now all of this occurs normally in less than 30 seconds. So you're going to create, update, make a change, and then you're going to remove the fake DC, but the change is still now in the replication stream on the new DCs. The new DCs won't log the new entry because the change occurred on the fake DC. This means there's no record of this change. Okay? Your sim is not going to pick this up because your sim is never looking at the new fake DC's log and it will never know about this. Okay? Now what are some changes that you can make? Well, you can add in SID history, right? So I can now add in SID history to an existing object, thus giving me access to information of any account, right? Any any user now has a new SID history. I can modify group membership. I can put new users in the environment and the new users can have group membership. All of these things are possible and again this occurred on the fake DC and the fake DC replicated so nothing is logging this information. In reality what can be updated? Any object can be updated. And because this is happening in the background it's not logged anywhere and your sim will not pick this up. So how do you protect against this? What are you going to do, right? Well, you really can't protect against these attacks because it requires privileged access. I'm going to go back to something I've been saying for years. If you don't trust your administrators, what do you do? You fire them. So this is something you're going to have to be checking on the sly to make sure that you know when things are occurring. Now, I, I'm not saying this is a physical person internally. If someone can get access to your environment as privileges, they can do this in the background. Okay, So it just requires privileged access. I'm not saying it has to be a physical person, 
But again, these are things that we have to start looking at because these are very sophisticated privileged attacks. With the DC shadow attack, first of all, you need to know who has privileges and you need to monitor, monitor for those changes, right? So I need to know who's in my privileged groups, domain admins, enterprise admins. I need to know who has user rights. I need to know who has delegation and active directory. All of these things are important. And you need to monitor for those changes constantly. Also to protect against this, you need to check for DC replication changes, right? This is a Microsoft API. And if you're noticing things out of the ordinary, you can check for this. Very difficult to check, but this is one thing you could check for. You also can check for a new DC entering the environment. Now, your SIM should be checking for this because this would be a new computer object showing up in your environment. And again, it would show up and disappear. If you're not checking for this, you're going to miss out. I added this to our list years ago for AD Audit. Okay. Now, if, if you can't find that or you need to know exactly how to look for that, Email me and I'd be more than happy to send you a link to that. I wrote many blogs on that. Okay, Those are a couple of attacks on Active Directory. In my opinion, they're a little geeky, they're a little under the hood and a little techy, but they're important for us to know about, understand, know how to verify if we are susceptible to the attack, and know how to monitor for when these attacks are occurring. I think it is imperative for you to have solutions in place that your SIM can check for these types of things. If you can actually tie into the replication stream and look for the replication information, that's the most important thing. But your SIM can also help you in these situations. Okay. So those are some different things um, that you can check for, some different attacks you need to know about. Um, I hope this information was valuable to you.